there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Get up to vcin.com. What's new? Nigel Seeley, daily best bets on the World Cup. Thursday night football preview. Adam Burke and Josh Applebaum and Matt Humans. Championship Saturday. Top championship week best bets up at vcin.com. In the sports betting realm, everyone is looking for an edge. You might not have my name. It doesn't matter if you are up or down. Lannister always pays his debts. Success is not measured by effort, only by results. And I will take what is mine with fire and blood. Who you back and when you do it is crucial. Everyone who isn't us is an enemy. Knowledge is your greatest asset. You know nothing, don't know. Mitch Moss and Polly Howard are here to guide you on your quest. Winter is going. This is fire. Who's hot? Who's cold in the NFL? Uh, Great job, as always, by the fellas behind the glass here. Get a kick, yeah, get a kick out of that every single time we play it. When you put, when your face is on the Night King, then another, another funny one. That's pretty good, yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, there's nobody really hotter no. than the MVP favorite right now, Patrick Mahomes. In his last four games, 65% completion percentage, more than 1,400 yards passing. That's 356 and a half yards passing per game, 10 touchdowns, does have three INTs. He is uh, listed right now at a buck 60 to win the MVP, and rightfully so. I mean, there are... Too he, short, though. Too what you, short. What do you make him, 250? Yeah, because it's Mahomes. We know he's going to play well. They're likely to get the one seed. Well, the stat on him it, in November and December. Never lost. It, he what, what is it? Yeah. Is Let me. I'll get that while, while you're... But you mentioned it, but I'll get that in a second. But I know... It's like, if they get the one seed, to me, shut it down, right? Because at that point, what would Tua and Hurts have to do? Well, what if the Eagles go 15-2? and two? Yeah, but they still have a, there's a lot of uh, talent around them. 
and they use Brown, and they use the running game, right? Mahomes, it was supposed to be, oh, you lost Hill. Okay, now what? He's had guys out. He will have that still... narrative big time. Now, th- this is the first time ever this year, keep this in mind, for the MVP voting, they're going to go top five. So voters have to go one through five before. Every other year, it's been just one guy. Who wins? And it's going to be the winner. So somebody with, like, second-place votes, if they get enough of those and can steal a couple of first-place votes, they could be live. But, yeah, I- as long as he stays healthy and continues his pace right now, I mean, it's he's going to eventually could turn into a $10 favorite. Yeah. I would only say that two other guys are actually in contention right now, and it's Hurts and Tua, and that's it. Yes. Burrow, no. Allen, no. And then after that, it's, it turns into 50, 60, 80 to one shot. So, yeah, he's the guy. I, th- I thought I saw 29 and 0. Now I can't find it, but it, it's ridiculous. The uh, November. No, it's, around, it's around there. It's like 26, the, 27 yeah, and 0. The November, December record. Yeah. Yep. Uh, more guys now. Fire and ice as we continue here and follow the money. It's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. How about this? Josh Jacobs, last four weeks, 483 rushing yards, more than five yards per carry. Uh, it's 121 yards rushing per game. He also has chipped in with 173 receiving yards and uh, three touchdowns overall. The rushing yards leader prop right now is plus 150. Great he, race. He's up by 111 yards over Derrick Henry. What was Jacobs before the year started? Tw- 22, 25, 30 to 1? Uh, yeah, you could throw any number at me. I'd go along with it. I mean, this is what a great run he's been on. And uh, figures to play uh, Sunday, but maybe compromised. But how he's opened this up now after his great per- uh, performance against Seattle, it's a hell of a race. And you thought Barkley... Had a shot. Now Barkley's had a couple stinkers, which we'll get to coming up. But who's not, you can't you can't count out Chubb. Henry's right there. Fantastic race. And I know Barkley's slipping, but if he has a like a hundred and seventy yard game, he's right in the mix too. Yeah. Do you think Josh Jacobs should be on the board to win Offensive Player of the Year, or is that not happening because the Raiders are four and seven? They've been a disappointment. Could he actually have overall numbers that would suggest? Because I'm looking at the DraftKings board right now; they don't even have him listed. Hmm. They have players like Jalen Waddell. They have his teammate, Devontae Adams, at 130-1. to 1. Maybe he has no shot, but I would also submit that he should probably be on the, be on the board. Remember how, we, sorry, remember how we started the season? They were playing him in the Hall of Fame. Oh, they, that, absolutely. They're they like, were. they don't want this guy back. We're not going to pick up his fifth-year option. Yeah, I know. So get out there in this hot August night and yeah. go, go give us you know 39 snaps. Uh-huh, right. That was strange to everybody. Great race. 229 last week. Yeah, feed him. Right, but we but we can't go for it fourth and inches though. No, no, God forbid. Ridiculous. We need uh, to try it out there. Uh, you know, fifty-six yard yeah. attempt. This is, a, by the way, another example of a contract year. Then he's got to play for the next contract, yeah. or they're not going to pick it up. It's like Aaron Judge last yep, year. Yep, yep. Same thing with receiving yards too. Great race as we talked about talking uh, mentioning Diggs earlier. But Hill, Jefferson, Diggs, and Adams. Here comes Adams now. A thousand yards last four weeks. Four hundred eighty-seven yards. Five touchdowns. And. uh He's uh, 16 to 1 to lead the league in receiving yards. But that's, you know, the early, it was Carr looking at him too much early on, and then they couldn't get him involved for a couple weeks. But uh, big time fire for Adams and what he's done. Could he make up that much ground in six games? Well, he's a home run hitter. Yeah, he's 234 yards behind Tyreek Hill. Oh, that's the and thing. The, the um, Dolphins, they mix it up. I mean, he gets Waddle involved too, so that would be. I could see him having a couple 180s. Oh, I could I could Absolutely. see Adams go back-to-back games where it's, hey, yeah. 10 for 183 and then, you know, 9 for 162. And look yeah. at that. All of a sudden, hey, that ground has been made up. Yep. Good race, though. The other one, this is incredible. Jamal Williams. Last four weeks, 
270 rushing yards, five touchdowns. To have the most rushing touchdowns, he's 3-1. to one. He was 300-1 to one before the season at some books. Damn. And you just thought it was going to be all swift, and then he got hurt. And then uh, how well Williams has played here. And they've been, they've been solid all year, other than the Patriot game, uh, on offense. But uh, 13 touchdowns for Williams, Chubb won behind him. And you got Henry sitting there at 10. I wonder how many tickets were written on him at 300 to 1. Because, well, who was that, that? Well, people remember. Uh, other than a Lions fan. There, there was one book that took, like, every single bet right away was on Stevenson at 500 to 1. And you're like, well, that might make. Yeah. Because I think there were rumblings of Damian Harris maybe getting dealt. Yes. And, like, if he takes off as a lead back, that could absolutely happen. The thought was here Swift is such a great weapon. That they're going to use both guys, but near the goal line, as we've seen now for plenty of time here, that it's going to be Williams, Williams, and more Williams down near the, you know, and inside the five yard line. But yep. Kenneth Walker has nine, and Kenneth Walker really did not even get going until I think it was like the fourth game because that was a lot of Penny. And then Penny got hurt. And I think it was midway through the fourth game this year where Walker, it's been everything since then. So just think if he would have been that, the lead guy. That is a great race, too, now all of a sudden. And our, our Pierce tickets are in trouble. Yeah, they are. But you have Olave and you have Watson now right there behind uh, uh, Walker. And Watson, how about this? Watson has more touchdowns this season than Jefferson Hill, Metcalf, Evans, Lamb, Higgins, and St. Brown. What he's done. And he just uh, re- recently, last three games, 12 receptions, 265, six touchdowns. Now 7-1. to one. That's nuts. To win Offensive Rookie of the Year. Yes, all, it is. All of those touchdowns, like, yeah, think about that for a second. He had zero. Go back to the Cowboys game, and since then, he that's when he has caught all six touchdowns on the year here at Circa. Uh, they're also in other states, by the way. Um, so check out to see if you have Circa in your state. They have him at 15-1. to 1. Would you take a flyer on him at 15? Yeah. I actually... Well, Love came right in and hit him. I, I kind of like the idea of the Packers having to go to Love. I think Love would go to this guy. Here's what's unsustainable. You can't have 12 catches and six touchdowns, right? I mean, yeah, that's... Right. Yeah. But if they throw to him more and he's starting to get 8, 10, 12 targets a game, that could result in 6, 8, 10 catches potentially, and then the touchdown rate could actually maybe be at one a game still. If he closes like Jamar Chase did last year, mm. and right now he's on, he's suddenly like on that pace... Well, so can Olave. Yeah, this guy could steal the award. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Olave's coming on, too. Great great race. Olave Olave dropped big time now. He's like, Uh at DraftKings, he's tied with Wilson at 6-1 to to be Offensive Rookie of the Year. Other spots, he's a second shot on the board. Give me the ice. This this, Uh, this, this I don't want the ice. This is tough. I can't handle the ice. Last four weeks, Damian Pierce. 249 yards. No touchdowns. Yards per carry, 4.2. Yards per game, 62. Now eleven to one, offensive rookie of the year. Yeah, he was oh, uh, he was plus one sixty five three weeks ago. Now he's eleven to one, and we we are sitting on nice prices for him. But uh, that ship has sailed. I don't know. It, at this point, will they look at a rookie on a one win team, even if he picks it up over the final I month know. and a half? Ah, uh, fair, fair. Yeah. I know that's tough. Uh, Lamar Jackson last three games completing sixty percent of his passes. Three total touchdowns, one interception, MVP odds 60-1. to one. And uh, Barkley, as we mentioned, last four weeks, couldn't get going against the Lions. 213 rushing yards, two touchdowns. They're the big one. Comeback player of the year odds have plummeted. Oh, he was- Gino up to $3 in some spots now. Yeah, that's the one. I, I completely disagree with that. 
Yes, in full disclosure, do I have Saquon Bar- Barkley? Absolutely. I have him at 25 and 40 to 1. Too high, yeah. He was minus 250 a couple weeks ago. And I said at that point, I wanted a yes, no, because I wanted to bet the no on Barkley, because there was so much football. By the way, thank you on Twitter, everybody. After three weeks this year, congrats on your Barkley tickets. <laughs> no, I-, I wanted to trash my account. I could not believe it. It's like, guys, there's a lot of football left. Knock it off, would you please? But at this point, Gino to be $3, I think this should be closer to a pick right now. Yep. Because I think people will look at it and say, Geno Smith is going to come back from what? Stinking? Not playing well? well Barkley's coming yeah. back from significant injuries? Yeah, yeah. And uh, the ship, still time. I mean, they haven't played the Eagles yet, but uh, we knew they were Fugazi. But uh, this coach of the year race really heating up. Dable, Salah, O'Connell, McDaniel. But Dable now has plummeted 22-1 to 1 with the losing streak. If I gave you a limit bet right now on any coach to win this award, who would, it, who would you put it on? I still go. Uh, I still go Sirianni because I think they get to 15, 14 wins, and I think there's losses coming for the Vikings, and there's Vikings, losses yeah. coming for the Dolphins. I think, I think Salah might be the guy. Ah, Ten and seven, going to get it done. Nine up, and eight. Up I, next, Georgia coach Kirby Smart was asked his goal for how many points he wants to score every week. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Get a $10 free bet when you sign up for First Bet, VEASAN's preferred horse racing app. Use the code HORSE200 for the $10, plus get a 100% match on the first deposit up to $200. Wagering at more than 300 tracks, AI-assisted picks, First Bet app, easiest way to bet on your favorite sport. Secure payments, great customer service, reliable website details, VEASAN.com slash horses. Sign up now. Well, how about that news late last night? We didn't have enough with the soccer, the World Cup, what happened, the props. Uh, good uh, Thursday night game coming up. You get the news that we are going to a 12-team playoff in two years. Well done. Money talks. You know what walks. 
and the Rose Bowl got their act together that uh, you're not costing us $450 million, Rose Bowl. You're out then of the rotation. But they agreed to a deal, and we are going to a 12-team playoff in two years. Amen. And I thought I would like this setup. I turned out to despise it. What happened? Number one. You mean the four-team playoff? going to four, yeah. Well, there's yeah. five power conferences. <laughs> I mean, you, so you're going to have controversy no matter what, which I understand the Pac-12 dropped off considerably since they added this, but then between the SEC trying to get two in every year, and it, it was just you're going to have controversy no matter what, and then just making it up as they go with these rules. They the, that's the, the thing. They didn't have rules. There, right. There's no set criteria. Right. That, that's what I – yeah. There's no set criteria. Making it up as they go, no rules, three-card money times square, and having whoever the committee chair is sending them out there every Tuesday with this TV show – to try to explain their thought process, that's where they got exposed. I, like, well, this stuff doesn't make now, sense. Now, that said, you have to admit, it was still better than the BCS. Or the computer. It, yes. the, the, the BCS Computers, yeah. was, I mean, as rigged, or call it whatever word you want, it was just silly. It was nonsense. Okay. So the four-team was better, but you're exactly right. You, you're going to go to a four-team, and you're like, wait a second here. You do have five power conferences. Right. So, doesn't where's the logic behind this? Here, you're going to leave out one of your own power fives that you want. I don't know, it's really weird to me. So, the twelfth, the twelve teamer, and then please get rid of conference tar, uh, title games. I don't want to keep beating a dead horse. And I know it's just that's good. They're going to be very important, as I understand it. We're start, by the way, we're starting to see playing? more more of that of of like an. It's, it's not going to happen. Yeah. But like more people nationally are starting to say these these teams shouldn't even play their players this weekend. No. Don't even play the games. Just go out there and take a knee every single snap. Or no. say, you know what, I'm playing all, all my freshmen. They're going to go out there and play. That's well, it. Michigan, absolutely. Georgia, we know absolutely in. And TCU should be in as well. So at least two teams can lose uh, Saturday, and it doesn't mean anything. They're still in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, why the, the corporate greed, but these conferences knowing that a team can play their way out like a USC. USC's in the playoff. They have nothing to gain with this game. So that's then, another one where the conferences hurt themselves by adding this extra game. That's the thing. The only thing that USC can do is hurt themselves. That's it. Because if they win, they're in. You lose, we'll see in the Big Ten. Yeah, probably out. I mean, that just, that's why. The Ohio State stuff drives me crazy in terms of the, it's an easy thing to explain. And Dan Wetzel's been waving the flag for this about why are you rewarding a team that played 12 games that they can benefit from this where they coming off a horrible performance in their final game against a team that didn't have their best player. Yeah. Why are you reward? Why are you setting it up like that? That's right. why TCU should be a no matter what. You can't penalize TCU and use the 13th data point against them if Ohio State was still playing okay. But, you know, we went over this. How about, yeah, how about this scenario, though? What if USC wins? They're in. What if TCU loses? And the committee puts Ohio State in over the Horn Frogs again, like they did the first year. Well, that's an absolute disgrace. When I was at the Westgate Superbook on that Sunday morning, wrapping up a radio show, yeah. and my whole—I'm not joking—my body—I was so mad, my body was shaking. I could not believe they did that. Well, I, I shouldn't say that because it is—it is the dumb I, college football committee. You just can't explain it. There's no way they can explain that on Sunday morning with a team that's number one in strength of record. Yep. Against it would be a top seven loss, top eight loss at that point on a neutral. Paul, that they, would they, they really. Just, there's no way they can explain that. People one. are going to set stuff on fire if that happens. Yeah. No way they can explain it. No, there's but, no. Uh, they, in any event, I, um, this all goes away. 
and I and I'm, I'm we're, we're greatest fan. You know, the people complaining about this stuff. I mean, this is great. Imagine if we had this. I mean, all these teams. You know, that's a big a problem with the sport where all these kids are going to the same schools. But look at Alabama. Doesn't mean you're going to win it every year. But now that you open this up to twelve, and everyone has a chance now. Now this is this is just going to be. Imagine those that day quarterfinal games on campus sites, right? Right. And what the handle's going to be, and what it means for college football fans, and again those cities and those communities that they can host a quarterfinal playoff game. Right. And I do like the bowl season in general. I mean, they've given us you know almost forty games to bet on now over the years. I mean, because when we were younger, forget it about it. How many bowl games did we have? Eighteen. 16, 18, maybe 20. Now we have like 40 bowl games to bet on, and it starts right away in mid-December, so that's always great. But these bowl games now, to actually to ramp it up and to mean something, and if you're going to be complaining about this, then uh, I don't want to hear from you in 2024 when it's going to be potentially one of the greatest you know, American sporting events that we're ever going to get on an annual basis. This is going to be phenomenal. It's, how does it not blow away a 14 playoff? Are we still going to get blowouts? Yes, but guess what? Again, go, I, we do this every single year around uh, playoff time. We go back and give you the history of these games, and they're, they're rarely, if ever, close. So you can stick in a Clemson, you can put in an Alabama, you can put in Ohio State, whatever, and there are blowouts every single year. In fact, of the, what, three playoff games that we get, I think we average two and a half blowouts every year. We've had a couple, like the, the Alabama-Clemson national title games were really, really, really good, and those are like stuck in our heads. Somehow we conveniently, you know, conveniently forget about all these... And by the way, it's been Clemson. They've gotten their doors blown off. Ohio State, 31-0. Oh, yeah. Okay, it's been pretty much everybody. Mm-hmm. As for the games um, that we have, LSU is taking on Georgia. At vcin.com, Matt Human shared a write-up on his five best bets for the uh, weekend. He has LSU plus 18 over Georgia as one of his best bets. Can't get there. Good luck to Matt. He knows what he's talking about. Can't get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think... Uh, uh, I do like uh, Purdue, though, with the points. Brom has been unbelievable in this spot. That's a lot of points, considering what... And it, I know Iowa, it, it, did, it didn't work out last year. But when Harbaugh says we had to empty the playbook and the you know the health of the running back, I think this is where we want Brom and they can keep it close and back doors always open as well. And if a motivated Georgia is going to put it on anybody... I mean, I know there's been the Missouri game, and they've had a couple stinkers in the first half against Georgia Tech. But I think they'll come out and be ready to go, and there's nothing LSU's going to be able to do about it. Yeah, the total in this game is 51. Kirby Smart is 55-1 and when the team scores 30 points or more. He was asked what his goal is for points scored. I think our our goal, I forget, is either 35 or 38, but that's just based on the course of time. I I, want to say we want to score right at uh, 38 points a game is our goal. Um, and we base that on college football, you know, history, and, and we want to be number one in scoring offense. You, if you can do that, you're going to be usually near it. Now, in most recent years, you wouldn't have been first there because the numbers have kind of gone up, 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 up and away. But um, I think uh, Coach Munkin and the offensive staff agreed this year that it was either 35 or 38. Okay, uh, just because he says their goal is 35 or 38 doesn't mean they're going to get there. But let's for a second pretend that they get what well, will be conservative here. Let's let's say they get thirty-five points. Can LSU get seventeen? So the the total goes over. Is thirty-five seventeen possible? They had thirteen against Arkansas. Well, I watched yeah, the dance. whole game. <laughs> yes, it was rough. I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think so. Hmm. I don't see it. Kelly's a very good coach, and uh, these ahead of schedule. 
I'm Much also, like USC. This wasn't supposed to happen. Great yeah. job by Kelly to have him in this spot. But, uh, again, the SEC West was a major disappointment this year. But uh, that that's... I'm concerned about LSU, the letdown after now their dreams are dashed. Yeah, you had shot at the playoff. You beat A&M. You, this, this game means everything. Absolutely You can does. play your way in. And there's no way this number is 17 and a half yes. or 18 if that's the case. But that happened, so it is. They had to bump it up, you know, almost a full a field goal. Right. It's, it's hard to get jacked up for these games because what they don't mean in the point spreads now. I mean, yeah, yeah, Purdue could keep it close, but what does it mean? Michigan's still in. Right. You know, the TCU. What does TCU? North Carolina-Clemson game yeah. mean? Oh, come on, please. You know? It, Would you be inclined to take maybe yeah. North Carolina plus the points? Because if you think about it like this, Spencer Rattler, he just eviscerated the Clemson defense. And now they're going to get Drake May? Mm-hmm. He can't do the same thing? And, and the Clemson offense? Well, yeah, you, you can't trot. You, can, you cannot trot DJ out there to play quarterback. But he yet. will. I know. He's delusional. That's who he is. There's something wrong with this guy. I mean, for him to go to go after the reporter about, you know, are you making a change your quarterback? Well, you think he's the reason you lo- we lost? Yeah, we, he threw for 90 yards. What did he, he completed nine passes? Yeah, I think it was like nine was. of 29 or something like that. I mean, come on, Dabo. What are you doing? But I got to give Dan Orlovsky credit. He's been on this for years, pointing out how bad the scheme and offensive system is or lack thereof with Clemson. But you had Lawrence and Watson, and it covered it up. Right. It's horrible. There's no imagination. There's no creativity. Right. It's like the same thing every single play, the way it looks out of every single game. You saw with Bryant. They won games, but the defense was awesome. They weren't running anything. It was yeah. just you go make a play, throw it up to our talented wide receivers, or right. scramble and run around. Yep, I would agree with that. We'll continue talking college football coming up next. Rocky Boyman's going to join the program from ESPN. Uh, you have a great coach preparing to stop a very explosive offense. Who does he give the edge to? We'll ask him that coming up here and Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Follow the Money on v VEASAN Cyber Monday deal extended. Sign up today, become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. You get a daily recap of the top plays, every host, every guest, the deep dive daily betting reports, the upcoming college bowl guide and Super Bowl guide. New VEASAN Pro annual subscribers get a $30 credit to the VEASAN store. Shop for hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. It won't last long. Perfect sports betting holiday gift, vcin.com slash subscribe. We'll continue talking college football here. Rocky Boyman, kind enough to join us here for a few minutes early on a Thursday morning. Rocky is a college football color analyst for ESPN, and he hosts the Eddie and Rocky show from 3 to 6 uh, 6 p.m. Eastern on 700 WLW in Cincinnati. Rocky, thanks for the time today. How are you? Fellas, good morning. It's a cold day here in Cincinnati, probably uh, much warmer where you guys are. What do you have yeah. for temperature? It uh, surprisingly uh, gets, gets down into the low 40s here. Oh, God, yeah, we're, we're in the 20s, yeah, so uh, in the morning. But the sun's out, so, I mean, look, this is, <laughs> this is winter in Cincinnati. It's what you get. Yeah, no have, worries. Have you had to shovel, break out the snowblower, or have somebody come over to do your driveway yet? No, but damn it, you just jinxed it. So now I'm <laughs> like, snow's going to be coming. So thank you very much. I owe you one. My bad. My bad. Uh, uh, I'm from the Midwest. I got out of there for a reason. Uh, let's begin with the yeah. game out here in Las Vegas on Friday night. It's a fascinating matchup, the rematch here between USC and Utah. Down to the wire the first time they played in Salt Lake. Came down to that two-point conversion. 
And uh, USC, that's their only loss of the year. Caleb Williams, now a heavy favorite to win the Heisman Trophy. So who do you trust more in this rematch, Rocky? Would it be Caleb, Lincoln Riley, and the way this offense is humming? Or do you look at Kyle Whittingham and the experience here that he has nearly his 20 years as a great head coach at Utah? Look, I, I think often, you know, having been around football my whole life, but when it comes down to the end of the year and playoff time and all that, I always think it comes down to who's hot, right? And right now, I don't know if there's a hotter combination in football right now than Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams. I mean, Caleb Williams is playing at a phenomenal level. He sliced and diced my uh, my Notre Dame Irish last weekend and, 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 and really, really looks good. Confident player. I mean, he's just such a fun guy to watch. You know, I think, you know, in, in the course of a game, so many things break down, right? Coaches, you plan for this, you plan for that, and all this time and energy goes into all this strategy. And at the end of the day, things just screw up, right, during the course of a game. And Caleb Williams is a guy that when things break down, he's never down, never dead, and it can make something happen. So with that being said, I, I think Caleb Williams and USC is going to do it here. All right, I hope you're right. If they do so, then they're in. Can they win a playoff game? I mean, can they can that defense stop anybody? But and the the luck factor's been incredible as they lead the nation in turnover margin. It, it, it is, and I was thinking about it this way. I was thinking, okay, George, let's say they win the SEC title game. Who do they want to play? Do they want to play C.J. Stroud in Ohio State right now, or do they want to play Caleb Williams in USC? I, I don't know. I, I think consistently over the year, Ohio State's the more powerful team than C.J. Stroud. But, I mean, Stroud had a terrible game yeah. in that game against Michigan last week, and Caleb Williams, I think, was the opposite. So, Good question. Uh, again, kind of coming down to who, who's hot right now. You, <laughs> if I'm Georgia, I, I may want to play Ohio State right now and, and down a little bit. I'm sure Bennett be salivating at the Ohio State defense, too, after what Michigan did to him. Uh, as well, what, what do you, are you? Yeah, go, go ahead. No, I was just going to say. Yeah, I mean, I, obviously, I live here in Ohio. Yeah, the you know, Buckeyes are you know two hours north of me here, and it's weird. Like the Buckeyes, you hate to say it, they look like a finesse team lately, right? Like yeah. especially against Michigan, they, the whole year they've not been able to just just pound the rock the way to seeing you know six five you know five six years ago the way they used to do. And I, I don't know they come on that Michigan game, and it's you know it's a Bubble screen to the right, bubble screen to the left. Like there, there's no like lining up. Hey, here's where we're running the ball. Stop it. And and I think that's something. I, I know that's a part of their culture, but I'm not seeing it the last couple of years. I I know a lot of Ohio State fans are worried about that. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the lack of respect all year for TCU? I I think it's real. And, and but if you watch them play, like I have, you see that's a good football team. You see that's a really good quarterback. You know, and, and Sonny Dykes comes in there and. You know, first-year head coach and flips that program around. I, I think. I mean, look, you can compare that to what happened at USC. And I was talking about this with somebody the other day. Is you know, there, there's debates about the transfer portal and is it good, is it bad, and you can see both sides. But I think from a college football fan perspective, you no longer have to wait for your team to get good again, right? Like USC, it's like, oh my God, they're going to be terrible. It's going to be a couple years. Boom, get a new coach. Boom, transfer quarter, uh, portal quarterback and you're off and running. Yep. Same thing with TCU, right? New coach, you know, you know, they, they get some guys in, in the portal and things like that, and things just turn around very, very quickly. So I think that's one of the benefits, and, and TCU is certainly playing at a high level. I, I think, guys, even if they would happen to lose that Big 12 title game, I think they're still in, in my opinion. Totally agree. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad you said that. Absolutely. Do you think they win, though? It didn't. I mean, they were down 18 in that first meeting, 
and uh, <laughs> that was and then the injuries happened. Yeah, and and I seen uh, you know Kansas State early in the year. We called uh, K State, mm-hmm. Iowa State, and they're a really good football team. They got some weapons, and you know Deuce Vaughn and all that. So uh, I, I think they can. Um, you know, I, I, that, that's one of the more interesting games. I can't really put my finger on that one, but uh, that'll be a fun okay. one to watch. Sure. A lot going on. You have a lot to talk about. Skyline Chili, the Ohio State performance, and then the fickle news. <laughs> uh, the thought: yeah. what's, What are they thinking? I mean, he was a great coach, and he it probably. Wait, he's a Notre Dame coach. If they make, if they don't make the playoff last year, uh, what do they think of Fickle going to Wisconsin, and who can replace Fickle? Yeah, guys, very interesting. You know the dynamic going on here, and, and yes, it was kind of. You know, I was landing. I was coming back from Washington State. You know, landing, and we landed in Minneapolis, and boom! Here's the news that Luke Fickle, the beloved Bearcats coach, is going to Wisconsin. Kind of caught everyone by surprise. Here's the difference, and you mentioned last year turning down the Notre Dame job. And from from all accounts, everything I've heard, that, that he was very, very, very strongly considered for that. He chose to stay with, for, at UC. They're going to playoff and all that. I think the biggest difference is, is what happened this past offseason. And that's USC and UCLA going to the Big Ten. Okay, that, that kind of changed the whole landscape of college football, where it's going to want to be in the haves and the have-nots. And if you're not in the Big Ten and you're not in the SEC – it's going to be hard to compete, okay? And mm-hmm. I think Luke Fickle saw that. I think that was a major part of his decision. It wasn't the money. He's, you know, he's got a family man, loves Cincinnati, got like six or seven kids. It wasn't, it wasn't a money-driven decision per se, although he will have paid about two and a half more million bucks. Uh, it was more of knowing where's college football going. And in the, if you see it going to this kind of, you know, 20-team SEC, 20-team Big Ten thing, those are going to be the two conferences that really matter, and I think that was a major driver in his decision. And obviously, the amount of money that you know Wisconsin has at, at, with NIL and all that, I think yeah. that trumped the fact that UC is going to go to the Big Twelve. I think so, okay, yeah, UC is going to the Big Twelve, but at the end of the day, it's going to be the, the major conferences are going to be the SEC and the Big Ten moving forward. That was a big driver in, in what he did. Okay, you can yell at me here. Is Deion Sanders an option? <laughs> God, you sound like every fan in Cincinnati right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, they. Uh, I don't think he's an option. Uh, I think he's a great coach. And uh-huh. I mean, it's funny. I said this on my show yesterday. I mean, three years ago, if you threw out there, hey, I think Dion would be a great coach of Cincinnati or frankly any other team, you would have been laughed off the radio. But with what he's done, yeah, in the culture he's built and, and all that, and how he recruits, which is the mother's milk of college football, right? You know, it's a realistic thing. I, I don't think it's realistic. Here in Cincinnati, uh, John Cunningham, the AD, um, is I think is more a little more of a conservative approach kind of guy. Uh, so I, I think it would be awesome. I, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't. Okay, Rocky, ninety seconds here. As somebody who played this sport, and now you're an analyst for college football as well on a local and national level, do you like the idea of a twelve-team playoff? I do, because I, I think you need to get more fan bases involved. There you right? go. Yes. You, yep. you know, it's just you, you got to go. Coast to coast, you got to go north to south, and, and this is a way. It, it, because I mean, entertainment. There's so many things that can garner entertainment now, right? There's social media, there's Netflix, there's this and that. You got to create must-see events, must-see television, and a way to do that is you got to get find a way to get more fan bases, more parts of the country involved. And these big-time football games garner a lot of attention. So if you can find a way to, you know, with more teams, you'll get a pack some Pac-12 teams in there. You'll get some Big 12 teams in there. You'll be able to get more areas of the country that'll tune in. 
five years ago, I was not against playoff expansion, but for the reasons I just described, I'm very much for it, and I think it's going to be a good thing. That is an awesome answer. You can follow Rocky on Twitter. He is at Rocky Boyman, B-O-I-M-E-N 50, and listen to him in Cincinnati, 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on 700 WLW, the Eddie and Rocky Show. Great spot today, Rocky. Thanks for the time. We appreciate that. All right, if it snows, I'm going to call and cuss you out there, all right? <laughs> yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, you have my permission. Go ahead. You can wake me up. <laughs> Gosh, thanks very much. See ya. All right, pal. Be good. Let's keep in touch with them. Yeah. I want a weather update there, uh, too. He'll come after He's going to be cursing our names. Well, it's well, getting Skyline name. Chili. I mean, he loves it. He makes a drive uh, twice a week. I still have never had it. Well, uh, yeah. 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 You can order it. Well, he made a great point. College football has been broken for a long time. Why do we say everyone's invited? And has a chance in college basketball, right? But in college football, it's like, nah. Ford's that, that, good. And by, so, uh, what? The back end there is the first time I've heard somebody say that. With the attention spans now that we have in this country, I'll raise my hand. It's Netflix. It's social media. It's yeah. bam. It's thirty seconds, and that's instant gratification. You got to have, you got to captivate interest as much as possible. This will do that in yeah. college football. Yeah. We'll discuss today's World Cup odds, trends, props, scenarios, all that great stuff coming up here, and follow the money. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is Follow the Money on VSIN. Calling all soccer fans, lace up your cleats. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Another day, four more matches. Let's go. Full swing. Log in every single match day. Get a free $10 bet when you place a wager of at least $25. All the odds, lines, boosts, great props, great house specials. Head to BetRivers.com or download the app today. Get in on the action. It's a whole new game at Bet Rivers. And as I said yesterday, look at these props that cash in the menu with Bet Rivers. My God. The Tunisia to win to nil, the exact score. Tunisia to score first and win. France team total under a half, six to one. More on it. At half an hour with win-lose, it was an incredible, historic day 
for the World Cup yesterday. So good luck today, guys. Good luck, right? Uh, uh, Canada's already out. So we start with uh, Morocco and Canada yeah, that and hurts. Belgium and Croatia. I totally agree with what Nigel said an hour ago. They should have beat Belgium? They got the raw end of the stick. They on. Did. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Is it short end of the stick? Yeah, I, I combined my cliches. I'm hor- <laughs> I got to stop cliches. I'm horrible at them. Raw end of the deal, short end of the stick, I think I combined right there. Okay, got yep. you. Croatia will win the group with a win and a Morocco tie or loss. Will win the group with a win and a Morocco win and a better goal difference. Will advance with a tie. Morocco will win... The group with a win and a Croatia tie or loss will win the group with a win and a Croatia win and a better goal difference will advance with a tie and a Croatia winner tie. Test tomorrow. Belgium will win the group with a win and a Morocco tie or loss will advance with a tie and a Morocco loss. I mean, this is convoluted and crazy and nuts. A little bit like Mexico, Poland yesterday, and I'm here for it. Yeah. Love it. So, I mean, I do think that Croatia is the side here today. Now, again, this number has dropped. Yeah. Nigel pointed this out. He, 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 Stressed this now again when he came on an hour ago. He said that when this number opened up, Croatia was in the plus 110 range over uh, on his side of the pond. He also said that the number already dropped to like minus 125 in this match. So uh, he thinks that when books are going to be opening up here, well, in Nevada, this number is going to be on the move today. And he had a brilliant reason why. And it's now public knowledge where, you know, the Cro- uh, the um, Belgian players are just like, yep. yeah, we don't. Uh, those comments. Yep. yep. There, there's fisticuffs. There's infighting. They don't think they're very good overall, and it's playing out like that. There's no way they should have defeated Canada. There's no way. That nope. was a to- total fortunate win for that side. And Croatia has been just really, really good again. And I will tell you that both teams to score has hit in each of Croatia's last six World Cup night matches. That number today is like minus 141 right now. He's right, though, too. I mean, a lot of this, you got to wait and see how it plays out in play. You know, because I really like Morocco, but the scenario there, if, if someone pulls ahead in the other match, I mean, Morocco advances with a tie. Right. But does, they also need a Croatia win. So, uh, you know, this is this is really convoluted, but I like Morocco as well, and Nigel really high on Croatia. Uh, the other, How about this Germany price? Actually, you know what? I'm sorry. It was the Morocco match. The Morocco match opened up minus 110, 115, now minus 120 they are. Okay. Yep. Okay. But but to your point, why you should like Morocco, Canada has nothing to play for. Yeah, they're out. But I mean, even yesterday too, with the Tunisia stuff, so, uh, some of these teams will, will, will treat the matches. I mm-hmm. mean, France just saying, okay, backups, put them out there, and they can't even score. Uh, and how bad the backups were. Costa Rica as high as thirty-three to one, thirty-six to one, as Nigel said. Uh, here at circa twenty-two to one. These this on you know we were in this position four years ago, and they vomited on themselves. Was it South Korea, Japan, whatever? I think it was Japan. They just had to win or get, I think they get a point, whatever. They, they, they lost 2 0 to Japan. And they are now ten, 1 to 10 to win or higher. The total's 3.5. Or you can get nuts and go over 2.5, uh, $3. We always talk about this, and Mike Pond's been all over it. And it was 4 0 yesterday. The no goal, 30 minutes, you know, 35. It's 21 in the Germany match, the yeah, problem. Oh, yeah. They're, they're $9 to score the first goal. I mean, it's crazy here. Uh, Nil-nil at halftime is plus 340. It should probably be higher than that. Yeah, yeah. Spain will win the group with a win or a tie. Can advance with a loss or a superior goal difference if tied with either Costa Rica or Germany. Japan will win the group with a win. Can advance with a tie and better goal difference than Costa Rica and Germany if either team finishes with four points. Costa Rica can somehow win the group with a win and a tie between Japan and Spain. 
they'll advance with a win or tie in a Spain win. Germany will advance with a win in a Spain win or a win in a Spain tie with, with Japan with a better goal difference or more goals scored than Japan. So, again, watch both matches. And, uh, again, it'll be nuts once we get going in play. But as Nigel said earlier, if it's like 3 nothing Germany early or in the second half, then, then it complains becomes a completely different story here as well. Yeah. Uh, by, by the way, Paulie, I'm going to go back even deeper than what you just said with Germany. It was 2018 that you brought up. If you track the history here of the Germans in the World Cup, they've actually lost three of their last four as a favorite. Wow. And obviously they were big favorites in their first match when they lost that one. And Costa Rica, again, it, a- available in those astronomical numbers. The second half over one-and-a-half goals market has hit in each of Germany's last four World Cup matches. Picking up a little bit of steam as the match goes on. And I'm going to throw these out, but you can't laugh at them based on what happened yesterday with Australia and Tunisia shocking the world in a 56 to 1 parlor that hit from the get go. 0 0, 34 to 1. 1 0, 10 to 1. Halftime, full time. Costa Rica, Costa Rica, 30 to 1. Costa Rica, tie 30 to 1. Costa Rica, Germany, 22 to 1. I mean, they just they don't think they have a shot today. Uh, will they get a penalty? Nine to one. Will Costa Rica be awarded a penalty? And uh, you know the t- the team total too. That's another great market when you look at uh, a team's team total about what could happen. And uh, they, the the list goes uh, the numbers go all the way up too. Right. Germ- you, you can post anywhere from half a yeah, goal all up to five and a half goals if you want. Yeah, I mean, but this one because Bet Rivers does the you can pick four different. Uh, Sets of scores like two, two, three, 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 two. That's fourteen to one. Uh, what that could pay, but uh, that's another one here where I, you, I could, you could sign me up, and any type of score could be possible in this Costa Rica match. Maybe it's just one nothing is a bizarre performance, or it's it's six one something like that. We've the scores been all over the place here, and this has been a hell of a tournament. The nil nil prop flew over, took five days to cash. Go over four and a half, but we've had a six two, a seven nothing. The Scorgami took two days. All right, right. And hit that paid ten yep. to one. So you're saying the Germany match could take off like the England match did right away. I could see it, but I, okay. I yeah, I could see if they get one early, then it's it's up for grabs. Yeah, it really they could do what they want. And Costa Rica, as Nigel mentioned, lost seven nil already as well. So uh, Morocco, Croatia, the late one, the late games are tough. I mean, it, Nigel said it off air, but you could get a gentleman's agreement with Spain and Japan. Shake hands, let's get out of here, mm-hmm. draw, okay, but. Uh, does Germany open it up 4-0 early on against Costa Rica? I'll give you a little bit more here on Morocco, too, and what they've been like here um, in recent World Cups. And again, I, I think the best thing that Canada can do today is to play, just change it up, play young guys, get them some experience yeah. moving forward for the 2026. Maybe that could be a good thing for them. But including friendlies, Morocco has kept a clean sheet in their last six international matches. Clean sheet today is plus 120. Including friendlies, Morocco has won four of its last six international matches to nil. That's plus 170 today. And the under two and a half goals market is hit in four of Morocco's last five World Cup matches. That's minus one fifty-five. Croatia Again. team total two and a half over six to one. Yeah, come on, that's worth some pizza money. Cro- so hold on, Croatia team total over, over two and a half, six to one. Mm. They could put it on them. Nil nils plus eight fifty. Same thing in the Morocco. Oh, you, you could see Belgium tap out in this match. Yeah, you absolutely could. Morocco team total two and a half over four to one. Morocco to get shut out uh, three to one. But there's 800 different ways to bet every match at Bet Rivers. My head is spinning. 
I mean, it's fantastic. One correction from yesterday, in light of what Mexico did yesterday, uh, missed Uruguay. The only team yet to score. That prop, okay. that prop is decided it's, tomorrow. Oh, it is tomorrow. Okay. They play tomorrow against Ghana. They've yep. yet to score. They're the only team. Do you feel like Mexico... It's too bad. No, they did it to themselves, but... I feel like Mexico is also better than Poland, and Mexico probably should have advanced. Absolutely. And not Poland. Yes. Poland was hanging on for dear life. That, that has that to keeper, hurt. That keeper, that's a top five performance, what he was able to do. You see this book? I mean, out here in Las Vegas, the Mexican fans are unbelievable. This was 2002 when it was over in Korea. We're getting up at 2 o'clock to go watch uh, the U.S. play. When Mexico would play, they would fill up like 8,000 people in these ballrooms. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. And how they go nuts what? for the for these matches. First in. time in 44 years, couldn't make out of the group stage. Yeah. That's too bad. That hurts. Yeah. I know. What's your best bet today? Give me Morocco. Draw no bet. I like Morocco. Or you want the, yeah. I like Croatia. Do you want, do you like, want Croatia draw no bet? Yes, or you want I do. Croatia the juicy return? Maybe a little bit of both. You want draw no bet? All right. I'd go bigger on draw no bet and then uh, do a separate bet maybe for a little bit smaller on Croatia. Okay. Those would, those would be my favorite, too. I know Nigel really likes Germany to win a nil. I, maybe there's one that squeaks by late. It could be like England-Iran part two. Could be. 6-2 yep. penalty in the... Boy, this added time. This is crazy. You should be able to bet on Just that, by the way, during up. the game. How much added time they're going to put on. Always. I think it's going to be like five and... Oh, they're going to put it 13 minutes? Okay, great. Former NFL player, current VEASAN host, Mike Pritchard is going to join the program coming up next. He claims the Chiefs reinvented themselves because of this team's defense... It's probably not who you think it is. He'll tell you coming up next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.